Welcome back, Scales Crew, to another episode of the Sex Po Chat Podcast. You know, sophisticated sex chat for the sophisticated individual. And tonight we have another special guest here on the line with us to talk about tonight's topic, which is sexuality and the black community. It's a conversation that needs to be had. Um, and here we're going to have it So it is what it is But I want to say first before we jump into everything I want to say thank you guys for returning back to the Sex Pro Chat Thank you for keeping it going um, Shouts out to everyone that has sent in text messages, emails That's been listening and that have been uh, interacting with us We appreciate it so much um, We will be shouting you guys out soon So stay tuned for that um, So without further ado I'm going to go ahead and let my special guests introduce themselves And we're going to hop into things tonight so go ahead and hop on the line and let everybody know who you are hey my name is ashley born and raised in toledo thank you so much for inviting me to the show i feel very honored i feel as if i have a lot to add to the discussion and so let's get into it okay let's get into it see ladies and gentlemen please when they come in, they're ready to get into it because we, we got something to say. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. Let's go ahead and hop into it. Let's talk about the first thing, which is the topic of um, why do you feel that sexuality in the black community is something that's so unspoken? What are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> so. I know growing up, there wasn't a lot of conversation in our households about sexuality. It was kind of like a, oh, you learn from watching a movie or from overhearing conversations, you know, that you shouldn't have heard, you know? So, I guess in a sense, it's a way to not be as vulnerable about the topic, like with your children or nieces or nephews or grandkids if that makes any sense right right because you definitely have to be comfortable with having the conversation and the questions that they're going to ask you because you can't just be like oh well this isn't this and then just you know leave it at that well i mean i i can agree because i'm you know being younger like you said let's pick it back on the movies type thing like when it came to the movies it was always like you know Sex single, come on, turn your head, close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Yeah, I don't think we're gonna see worse or learn worse or, or start sneaking behind your back and doing it. Like, exactly. I'm not saying that parents that should let their five year old, six year old sit there and right. openly watch sex things. Like, it's nothing, you know. But at the same time, when you have um, young adolescents, pre adolescents, um, teens, and young high school teenager adults living at home you shouldn't be like close your eyes because nine times out of ten they probably already seen something worse especially today um with all the different technology different um social media that are out there you know what i mean um so yeah like it, i just i never understood why it was always you know like I said, you know, close your eyes and something that just n- never talked about. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I ain't gonna front. Like, me, myself, personally, um, I learned the actual biological and technical and scientific terms for everything in school. And that was around like third or fourth grade when they started teaching mm-hmm. their classes in elementary school when I was coming up. Mm-hmm. And 
it was like, why do I have to, why should I have to learn that from them? You know, mm-hmm. school. I want to learn that from home, you know? So it was something that I was always curious about. I never really understood that. And in a way, being a parent myself, being a black parent at that, um, you know, I've, I've, my daughters, I have two daughters, so I'm a, I'm a whoo. I, I got them all, you know what I'm saying, kind of like stacked against me. But um, I, I don't mind my daughters talking to me openly about sexuality, not so much sexual acts, but I don't mind them talking openly to me about sexuality, whether it's whether it be questioning sexuality, mm-hmm. speaking of their um, their born sexuality. Um, mm-hmm. Just wondering what all the different sexualities are. Anything that deals with that, I don't mind talking to them because you know I rather them know from me than know from somebody that's on the street. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just that's just my take on it. But um, I did ask a few people before, and you know, a lot of people had the same question. They never understood and knew why it was so unheard of to talk openly about different sexualities or sexuality in an aspect of something outside of the sexual act in um, black households and I don't think that's just something that is statistically um, uh, sound and set I think Mm -hmm. there's more to it you know I think there's something that's really deep rooted in our culture that keeps us from doing that, you know. But I mean, we're gonna see how that, you know, pans out. It's very interesting. I mean, like, did you ever? Let me ask you a question. Did you ever? Did you ever openly tell one of your parents about um, maybe um, deflowering yourself, or do your parents know what age of which you? Do? have been deflowered no I never said anything but I would know my mom said she knew um it was my first boyfriend back in high school um he was my first time um she randomly it's like years later three years later She's like, oh, yeah, I knew he was your first time. She was like, Ashley, you sang the saddest songs for so long. And my sister's was just like, yeah, we already knew you had slept with him. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, there was one time, actually, I got caught at his, I think, uncle's place or something like that. And it was uh, my sister. She said she's somehow they figured it out. Um, but we weren't doing anything. It was just that I was over there and I wasn't supposed to be. Like, you know, I was, I, was, I, I really liked him. I was like, I was really willing to risk it all. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you was willing to give it all, put it all on the table. I mean, for me, I felt like as a, like, because like, I used to really be all into, like, the whole, like, you know, you meet a person and you date them and then you date them throughout high school, you date them throughout college and you marry them. So I really felt like he was that person. So when um, me and him started dating, I just felt so connected to him. Mind you, this is, like, my first, like, real relationship. Well, in high school I mean technically yes yes my first, my first real relationship like I cared about him I loved him I mean I, I still care about him you know I still love him like it's just 
um, I felt like I could share myself with him because I felt as if we were going to be together forever. I mean, obviously that didn't happen. But for me at that age, at that time, I was just like, yes, I am willing to have sex with this man and let him, you know, take my virginity. Nah, nah, take your home, girl. I said, I said, girl. Nah, um, no, like, no, I get it. I, I, I asked that because I didn't talk to my mother until later, 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 later on. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking like, I think I might have been, I, I hinted around it when I was in high school, getting ready to go mm-hmm. to college. Because I, I was like, shoot, I'm getting ready to leave the house. I know you can do it now. Um... It was like I hinted around at that time, but then, like in my twenties, is when I finally said something to her. I was like, "Wow, I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was X Y Z age." And she looked at me like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah," you know. And it was just like to me, I would have felt I would I thought it would have been awesome if my mom and dad had a, you know we would have been able to speak about it openly, but. I understand right. at the same time why it wasn't because they didn't yeah. want me to be like, oh, okay, well, shoot, he getting out here, he done got too far out here, and then you know, he, he's a father at a young age, and I get that, but you know, mm-hmm. at the same time, I got you know, I am my own person, I got my own mind, so <laughs> exactly, I, I, I felt that I, I, I know better, I know right from wrong, and I know. Mm-hmm. I'm so weak. <laughs> I will say that I did not the I think the it wasn't the next guy, but it was a guy after him that I had slept with that I actually got comfortable in speaking about it. Because I I was always like trying to like like keep it under wraps I mean obviously they knew you know what I mean if I'm dating somebody I'm sleeping with them but like not everybody I dated did I sleep with if that makes sense so but once like I I mean I'm, I guess I'm still in my 20s I feel like that was so many years ago I don't know why but I do anyways <laughs> I feel like at a certain point I just got really comfortable and then just letting like my mom or like my sisters or my close friends know like oh yeah like I'm sleeping with this guy um it did get to a point where I was just like oh well he's just a friend because I'm just like nah I feel like it's too personal you know what I mean like I mean if you want to put the clues together if you want to ask me fine I'll tell you but if you don't want to ask then I'm not going to tell you but I'm just like oh yeah he's a friend I love you friend that was that was a really good word to use I mean I I, I don't I want to say I use it now because it's just like like I feel as if I know if it's a you know situationship is it a friendship you know actual friendship you know what I mean or are we dating you know what I'm saying type deal if you would have heard the big sip that I just took <laughs> I kind of heard it <laughs> okay I know what I'm saying cause me personally I 
I didn't care. I tell them, hey, yeah, this is this such and such. We we such and such. We go to Gavel. Mm-hmm. We do. But you know, back in the day, that was easier. I feel like nowadays we, you can't even do that because, like, like, wait, listen. So there is a lot of wait, wait, wait. Listen, girl. Because okay, okay. Listen, wait, wait, wait. Listen. This is like from like my generation. You know what I'm saying? Because I know we from two different generations. Cause you say um, back in the day, I'm talking about like when you say back in the day, like what, 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 <laughs> what, um, <laughs> what decades are we talking about? Here? <laughs> Wait, first of all, I am. I'm talking about when I was in my my early twenties. I'm still in my twenties, so like technically it's not back in the day, but it feels like it was a long time for me. Girl. Yeah. So, so I know to play with you. So. Hear me out. Yeah. For my generation, when it comes to like even trying to introduce somebody to your family, there comes with, I mean, there's like there's standards, there's requirements, there's like, um, there's a certain like level of relationship that you have to have with the person. And sometimes people don't care. They're just like, oh, I want, you know, this person to meet my parent because I feel as if they're special to me, which there is nothing wrong with that. And I won't say that they don't care. I take that back. I mean, like, they don't care about the status of the relationship. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. So they don't care about the status of the relationship, but they're willing to let that person meet their parent or family. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, and there's nothing wrong with that, that. But, but like, like you, you I wouldn't just take some guy that I'm in a situation ship and let him meet like my family I wouldn't honestly and there's a lot of guys who have not like met my family and for that point being like I don't I, I don't feel as if this is going anywhere I feel like this is just you know temporary this is just fun like I don't feel as if it's necessary for you to meet my family I think there's only been like a handful of guys who have met my family, to be honest. Right? Right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's only been, I think, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, it's only been three guys. Nope, four. There's only been four guys that my mom has met or my and or siblings have met. Anybody my mom has met, my siblings have met, though. So, four. I didn't even reach five. You feel me? And it's just like, yes, I'm out here. And um, I mean, not out here. Excuse me. Jesus. I mean, like dating. <laughs> not out here. You outside. Stop. Stop. You out. Let me clear that real quick. I ain't out here doing nothing. You feel me? Other than getting this money. Okay. Okay. So, um, no, I am not outside. I don't know how to touch you. I am, I mean, like, I am dating. I do take the time to get to know someone if I feel as if they're worthy of being with or even, you know, me managing my time to be with them. Because, you know, I'd be busy. And like it's kind of hard to you do like break away from work and make time for someone when it's just like oh my god is this person about to sit up here and waste my time like could I be at work right now <laughs> you know what I'm saying like type shit wow yeah just forthcoming huh very I mean not towards the guy obviously Jesus I have to I don't I don't ever want to come out of this ego like that or the feelings in that tone but when it comes to like dating and stuff like 
Like when guys want to meet up with me, I'm like, oh, I have to work tonight. Or I'd be like, um, I have this time off. Does that work for you? And they'll say no. And I'm like, oh, well, like I have this whole day off. Like maybe we can meet up for a couple hours. And they were like, either they say yes or they say no. You know what I mean? That's kind of how it has to go right now because I'm working two jobs right now. Um, but if a guy is like showing interest and like, you know, we're talking and everything, then yeah, like I'm going to make time for him. Like I'm not about to sit up here and be like oh no I ain't got the time like type deal cause I do be doing that to guys if I'm not interested in the man oh yeah I don't have time I'm busy this week very straightforward <laughs> she said I have not one tick of the talk of the clock for it okay <laughs> and don't well okay so um you know, I was going to try to do a segue, but she kind of blew me with that one right there. Like, oh, my bad, man. Wow. No, nah, you good. No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, that was, <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciated that candor. So uh, let's let's hop into the next topic before I you know what I'm saying, <laughs> before we go into my station break, you know, but I want to talk about um, something that I've just I've, I've always wondered this too. Why is it taboo? To speak about adventurous or alternative sexual lifestyles in our community. Why is this such a taboo topic? Like, I don't care what anyone has to say. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. has a gay family member, a lesbian mm-hmm. family member, a bisexual mm-hmm. family member, mm-hmm. a questioning family member, mm-hmm. a trans, a queer mm-hmm. member, a transgender family member. They mm-hmm. just don't know it. You, but the thing is, growing up when you little, if you got the dar, you pick up mm-hmm. on it quicker. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, even if you don't have the dog, but you're an ally, you just got an eye, you pick up on it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, sure. like unless you're like, you know, Sinclair off of Living Single, that uh, I remember there was an episode where she was like, um, her Aunt Rita just hadn't met the right guy, uh, right? Yeah, just hadn't met the right <laughs> guy. And um, Khadijah was like, Sinclair, <laughs> Aunt Rita was gay. She was like, no, she just hadn't met the right guy. <laughs> Just like Aunt Doris, her roommate. And I just looked and was like, girl. So you you know what I mean? Like there are the, there are people out there and I think that was like <clears throat> it was comedy, but it was still satirical because there are people out there that are actually like that. No, most definitely. You know what I mean? There are real people yeah. out there like that that really think yeah. something yeah. like that. So I mean, when you pick up on it, it's not like it's oh wow it's the end of the world and that's what I feel yeah. like a lot of parents not, especially no. in our community feel like that's what's going to happen if they mm-hmm. find out that their if their kids find out that they have a gay relative and they and they're open about it they feel like it's going to affect their child and it's like no one's going to do anything to your child you need to be worrying about the street remember exactly. the family that's doing something to your child you know what I mean exactly, exactly. You're right. You got a point. I I I don't understand. Like, you know, me, I used to watch, um, Mom, if you're listening, I mean, look, I'm almost 50 years old, so I think we're okay. I'm screaming. I don't know about you. I think it's okay that I talk about this, okay? Um, But, um, sheesh, let's see here. You alright? Yeah. I had to um, <laughs> take a deep breath. Because, <laughs> you know, just trigger. Anyway. Okay. Um, okay. 
Take your moment. I used to watch shows like Cinemax After Dark and Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. I used to watch the wheels off of those shows. Like mm-hmm. I saw, I've seen every real uh, real sex that they've ever had on HBO up until I got to college because I wasn't watching it and they didn't offer, they didn't give us HBO. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. I just did. I was always on the go in college, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. I didn't sit down then when I got out of college. I mean, straight out of college, I ended up getting married and all that stuff. So, oh, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't really get a chance to get back into real sex, but I used to love it. And it was yes. like, yeah. honestly, that's where I started to discover my own sexual. I don't want to say my own, discover my sexuality, but that's when I started a journey on finding myself. Uh, finding my sexuality and finding myself, you know, like I didn't yes. just say, "Hey, I want to do this." Like a lot of people think that things are choices, and that's not the only choices that you make when it comes to um, who you're with is who you're with. Yes, that's the choice. That I agree. You agree. You I agree. Choose, but you can't choose who you're attracted to. No, no not at I all. I think the term "sex" sex <clears throat> attached to the word sexuality, and I've said it before, it it creates a stigma. About um, how someone identifies. Almost oh, definitely. You know, I. Uh, oh, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I want to say the reason for like the. Like a better word. So I'm trying to sum up what you just said, and it's not coming to me. But basically, I want to say it has to do with religion. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, growing up, it was um, in the household. It was always like you know, a man and a woman, which was no issue. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, my aunt, she always had a friend. You know, always uh, her friend. She she still calls her a friend. You know. Um, but she always had a friend and I'm just like okay you know and I remember my mom sending me and my siblings down and talking about like my aunt and her friend and she's just like well she likes girls and that doesn't change how much she loves you that doesn't change your relationship with her she is still your aunt but she just likes girls and we're like okay I'm like of course, my brothers. We like girls too. You know what I mean? Uh, so <laughs> it wasn't like um, a total shock for me. Like I, I feel like at a young age, it was definitely, um, in a sense, easier to understand. Does that make sense? I feel like if someone older about like. Um, like the LGBTQ, you know what I'm saying? They, it's harder for them to understand that. Like I do, I do feel like people are like that. Just because, like even like you know older older people who just you know didn't grow up. Well, I guess oblivious to everything, but they grew up oblivious to everything. So seeing it now, it it, it, it makes them upset. 
Like I've like, all, actually talked to guys who are from like older generations who just don't get it. And it's just like, what? Why? Like, why do they have to do this? Why do they have to? You know what I mean? Why do they have to have a parade? Why do they have to um, kiss in public? Why do they have to? You know what I'm saying? Dress like that? Like, what do you mean? Why do they? Have, they're not doing it for you. You. You know what I'm saying? Like, make it make sense. Well, but I will say I, I feel like it had to do with religion I guess in the sense of the parents mind frame like just that generation in general like their mind frame like how do they take that because sometimes like I hear like oh it's too much and it's just like maybe for you it's too much but for them they're comfortable with that that's their, com- that, that's their comfort zone and that's what makes them happy. And I'm not gonna sit up here and tell somebody um, what they can and cannot do. You know what I'm saying? To make themselves happy. Well, what about this particular theory? What if it's less about religion and more about reputation? Oh yeah, I think it has to do with reputation either. Also, I was gonna say ego, but I couldn't. I was trying to like go around that and um, trying to. Like not go around it, but uh, we circle back on that and uh, definitely touch on that. I think it definitely has to do with that as well. Um, just because you know, this I've heard about guys being you know, Dio, and it's just like I mean, it's not, I feel like that's not like a unnormal thing, it's but there it is, I guess, in a sense, common, and some guys are actually open about it. I just feel as if people want them to be like open publicly and I feel as if that's not everybody's business. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they don't want to be treated like an outcast, especially as a black man. It is so like taboo. It's like the guys don't get it. Like I've been friends with guys on, you know, even on Facebook and I've had to like delete them and block them because it's just like why are you talking like this? Why are you so aggressive towards another black man who was happy with his life and who he wants to be with? You don't make sense. You just answered it though because that black man is happy with who he is. That other man is not. He's not comfortable in his own sexuality. He's not comfortable with himself. He doesn't know who he is. He, you fear the unknown when there's a curiosity about it. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, but it's so it's so aggressive. You know what I mean? And you know what's crazy? That's the masochistic part about it. That's that's the that's the machismo part about it. They have to show that they're just. Butch and, and, and they're the top dog. I'm alpha dog. I'm alpha male and everything. Don't forget about the alpha males. To, they love saying you know, that. But if you have to, if you have to go that hard to prove that you're an alpha male, you're not an alpha at all. Exactly. Because you don't have to. It's just like taking it to religion. Mm-hmm. But it's just like if um, someone's a Christian, they always say you don't have to. You don't have to ask a person. To, to know if they're a Christian or not it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's in the way that they walk so you don't have to mm-hmm. announce that you are an alpha male because it'll be in the way that you walk, talk and carry yourself yeah, yeah. so there's that I think there's a lot that goes in with that as well excuse me I need to yeah it's a whole lot to unpack with that one but no mm-hmm. when I, uh, I want to go back to the reputation thing because I'm not necessarily yes, talking yes. about the guys that are DL I'm talking about 
families. The families don't want that so-called quote-unquote blemish on them because then yes. people will find something to talk about and they don't yes. want their family to be the ones to be talked about. However, yes. they aren't above reproach and they're not above speaking about somebody else. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I think that's where it might run. It might where it it may. I'm sorry. I think that's where it may lie, or where it just might be stemming from. Not completely, but yeah, yeah. Almost definitely February retention is a thing. I was just watching a Kevin Minds episode about that. <laughs> and this man, this is just an example. This uh, father was always trying to show the son that being gay was bad. And he was just like, it's wrong, it's bad. He would beat him. And um, the son ended up leaving. And what had happened in that uh, episode was that man went around killing happy gay men that were single by themselves traveling. And it was absolutely like... It was so crazy to see, but it's just like not unheard of. Like, you know, I've met people who are just like, oh yeah, my fair baby, da 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 da. But it's just like, um, to see that episode, it was just like, oh man, like this man is like really messed, really, really messed up. Like he even like went to the extent of um, pretending to have empathy. And it was just like, I don't know. It was just really dark. Really, really dark. But yeah, I'm like, I don't feel like people realize that you can really mess up somebody mentally when you speak in that tone, when you are aggressive about your opinions and when you try to like shove it down people's throat and gaslight them when they don't agree with you. <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. But no, seriously. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I agree with that statement and I'm just yeah. really, I'm just very hopeful because mm-hmm. if you look at things especially um, in the LGBTQIA community when it comes to black trans lives that have been taken mm-hmm. it far outnumbers the you know it, it far outnumbers <laughs> let's just put it like that it yeah it's so sad you know <clears throat> Why is it that we as a community are not getting behind them? Why are we not? They don't care. They don't care. Oh my God, they're black. They don't care. The first thing they see is they're black. They do not care. And it's just like, no wonder they don't want to, or certain people don't want to announce that. They don't want to come out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's petrifying. You never know what somebody's going to do. I mean, I used to... Uh, um, I used to work at this food restaurant. And one of the servers um, liked men. And we've had a couple... He's had a couple tables. Sorry, not we. But he's had a couple tables where the people are completely rude to him. Don't even acknowledge him as a person. And he's doing this, running around for them. You know what I'm saying? And he's a hard worker. Very great server. A very great person you know what I mean um, he was actually my first servant when I went there um, but the people were always so rude not always but sometimes they were and it was enough to notice let's just say that 
and it's just it's it's annoying because it's just like he doesn't deserve that and he is a white man exactly none whatsoever and it's just like how dare you how dare you treat somebody like that that's not that's not fair yeah, because they didn't look. They didn't ask to be in the same space in which you are in. They didn't ask for you to sit at their table in their section where they would have to. Uh, wait, that person would have to endure the bullshit from you. They didn't ask for that. So, exactly. you know, practice a little bit of decorum and act like you got some sense and some home training and not trying to impress and be all funny and stuff like you want to kiki ha 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 ha. Because you know. <laughs> That comes back to you more than tenfold, so you might want to be careful about that, especially if you do it out of malicious intent. So, most definitely, I feel like what, what kind of I lost my chance. Oh, it's okay. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Let's We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and um, gonna get a word from our sponsors, and we will be back. Uh, make sure you guys uh, send us a quick text to let us know what you think about tonight's topic, sexuality in the black community, and the three two things that we've talked about so far. And we're going to hop into the third topic when we get right back. Text us at 419-360-3387. And make sure if you want to leave it anonymously, you can. If you want to leave your name, you can too. And we will announce them online in one of our special episodes where we will shout out to all of our fans. So y'all make sure y'all keep it locked here and we will be right back. <clears throat> okay, I'm just taking a break real quick. I don't still record. It's still recording because the stream yard stuff. I gotta learn this. I'm screaming. It's new shit, girl. Thankfully, it's not live, so I don't. I mean, it's a live recording, but it's not airing and broadcasting live, so I don't care. I know what you're doing. Had to get me a job around somewhere. Quick, pop it in. Oh no, that's what that's just So. <laughs> This last topic. Talk to me. What is it about? <laughs> this last topic about the shake the motherfucking room. Oh, what is it? It's why is polyamory so uncommon in our community? Oh, oh, oh yeah. And I'm gonna throw oh, it out there, be like, you know, it's uncommon in an open sense. It's very common in an infidelity sense. Let's talk about it. Yes. Okay. okay. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Ooh, this bread look amazing. Mm. Sorry, guys, I gotta save this. Uh, <laughs> this job for a little bit. Yeah, okay. Oh, how long were you? How long was your break? <clears throat> Only like 30 seconds, but see, the way I can do is I can just splice the, the audio recording. And move it <clears throat> to right up after it. So, I mean, all of this stuff, it'll be cut out of it. You won't even hear this. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, we are coming back in three, two, and one. Welcome back, everybody. <clears throat> And thank you for staying here, locked in, tuned in with us to this Expo Chat Podcast. Once again, my name is Jerron Howie. I'm your host. And my uh, 
lovely guest Ashley is here on the line with us and we're talking about sexuality in the black community and we talked about two main topics and we're going to get into our third topic um, this one might shake the room a little bit <clears throat> but I don't care because that's just I don't, I don't care <laughs> but um, why is it that polyamory is so uncommon in the black community now and when I say that I don't mean like <clears throat> I mean I mean in an open sense like like couples living poly uh, openly polyamorous and you know going on about their normal everyday life and you know so I just I'm, I've always wondered why why we don't talk about that I mean if we want to look at it it's practiced in a sense of infidelity but not in an open sense so I mean let's talk about it I mean what I mean what do you think what do you think I'm gonna be honest <clears throat> I want to say it's say not talked about, about because it's not, not seen that seen often, that often. Does, that make does that make sense, sense? um I know for me, I don't think I ever seen anything about poly relationships until the last five years. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, I can't remember what year it was. It's what was it? I don't remember. Oh, like just like watching porn, you know what I'm saying? Like you would just, I would see, I would come across a video of three people, and I'm like, oh. This is different. But then I know me myself. I can't do it. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like there's nothing wrong with people who want to have poly relationships. And I don't feel like there's anything wrong with people who don't want to. I gotta kind of pump the brake on that for a little bit (laughs) because you're saying it as in, like, look at porn. But polyamory doesn't really consist of that that polyamory can be a relationship where um there's a core couple and mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me they're both allowed to have outside relationships oh yes that's else. however that doesn't mean that both of them have that relationship with them gotcha. you know there are things like tabletop polyamory where everyone coexists and can co-mingle together but everybody's not together you know what i'm saying yeah yeah well, I'd have yeah. to say it would be. So you don't want to. You, you kind of just don't want to um, <clears throat> um, get it confused and intertwined with you know threesomes and stuff like that because a lot of people seem to think that, and that's the furthest thing from what polyamory is <laughs> or, or polygamy. You know, and people put think yeah, polygamy yeah. and polyamory are the same thing. We actually talked about that last week on the show, but you know, yeah, they're not. So, but no, I just I had to I had to I had to pull up the red light on that one real quick. It was like skirt. Wait, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yes, that does make sense. So yeah, I was still like on track. Like I haven't heard about it since within the past five years. Not heard about it, but seen it. Like I did, like I just told you. But like I've heard like um, uh, what was it? This is one guy I met when I used to work at the mall. Um, him and his girl like to have you know a third person. Which is nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? That's what they like to do for fun. You know what I mean? 
Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. As in dating or as in just fun? Because if that's I the don't case, know. If that's okay, because because they try, they want to get ahead. to know the person and like you know what I'm saying like hang out with them type deal. Still friends with benefits, but not a relationship. True. True. Okay, so then that's more of a, a couple that swings or is open to a third, um, or she would be considered what some people would consider a unicorn. You know what I mean? So like, like we're gonna talk about, we're gonna talk about. You feel me? So like, I'm weak. Um, I get what you say. Polyamory, like I said, polyamory is more on the relationship type aspect. So as, in, as opposed to just physical Physical you're looking at more of like the, Like I said the swingers um, yeah, yeah. The cuckolds And the hot wives And um, um, the bulls And the, the, you know stuff like that So yeah, yeah. if you're so looking if at we it, gonna talk about physical, like, like Just as in relationships like it's just a, I feel like it's about exposure I feel like of course like in like uh what like Texas maybe California like bigger cities um you see that more often I have to say I haven't seen it I maybe once I assumed that it was because the server told me it was like oh I think they are and I was like you think so they're like yeah I do I'm like all right but, but other than that, like, I feel like it's about exposure in a sense, but also like research. <laughs> but you said, why is it so unspoken or unheard of? Uncommon. Uncommon. Yes, uncommon. Mm-hmm. You know? Hmm. I have to say, because people keep that on the wraps. I ain't gonna hold you. They're like, I, I want to keep this. I don't want this to be like public information. Like, I don't want like all, all these people knowing. Like, a, well, that doesn't count because you said that's that's physical. <laughs> but I just want to say that's what it is. They just keep it on, you know, under wraps. Okay, I'm bringing the yellow light in. Okay, what's the yellow light in? Because bring it in, bring it in. I think it's a matter of security. Well, that too. Well, definitely. And I say that because I've seen many a discussion online mm-hmm. from black women and black men talking about polyamory and like, nah, I can't see this and ain't nobody taking this and I ain't sharing this and I ain't doing it. It's like, oh yeah, insecurities. Yeah. It's like okay. You're not sharing, you're not this, you're not doing that. But this is coming from someone that's juggling a couple at the same time. Or this is coming from someone who is with somebody and because they can't uh, learn to be open or or just kind of like see things from their point of view, get cheated on and stuff. So, you know, it's a lot of factors in that. But I see that as a a security thing. Um, Those that listened last week know exactly what we're talking about from the security standpoint in polyamory. If you don't listen to the episode, you'll find out. <laughs> it, it, it was quite an interesting topic. It's closer to the end, so make sure you check that out. But um, no, I think it's a matter of security, and I also feel like it might be um, because we don't... You, you, you said research, but the thing is we don't research enough because that's part of our culture. 
that's part of our history. Yes, that, and I feel like it has to do with selfishness as well. Does it make sense? Because like I know a lot of people say like, oh, oh, like I can't, I can't do this because I don't want to be the only person in the bedroom type shit. Like I want to, you know. Well, that's the thing. You're right. You're right about it. And if you if you look at it too like that, you know those that secure that insecurity goes hand in hand with that one as well because. Mm-hmm. Well, and what they need, they need this for? What do they need that for? It's like okay, well, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. They're they're openly trying to share it with you. They're not just out here like doing it behind your back. They're trying to share it with you. If that's not something you're into, yeah, yeah, cool. Y'all set boundaries or whatnot. But at the same time, exactly, you know, don't just shut something completely off and say <laughs> nope. That's it's just not that because you never know what blessing you might come across. You might miss. And it might, it might sound crazy because like oh, those people are still thinking about the sexual aspect of it, and we're not talking about that. But you can miss, we're thinking about the relationship. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can still miss that potential blessing. Just to, you know, people yes. can still be polyamorous and platonic. Yes. 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 You know, at the same time. And I mean, I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've seen it work. I've seen things that I've seen what works, what doesn't work. You know, yes. Yeah. So I mean, I can attest to it, but I also like I they said, got a Netflix movie about it. Hmm. So they got a Netflix movie about it. My friend was just telling me about that. I think it's on Netflix. It's on some one of the streaming shows. It's called Three Summer, something like that, or Three Way, something. Oh wow! But they basically touch on all the insecurities and how it all, how they all mix. I guess it's or connect. Sorry, not mix, but connect. Well, I mean, I um, I always suggest that if anybody is looking for more information about it or just looking um, to find out differences between all of the different sexualities and difference between yeah. polyamory, polygamy, um, swinging, things of that nature, um, there are plenty of resources that you can Google. <laughs> yeah, Google yes. may not tell you everything accurately, but, but can, it will tell you, you something. Yeah, it, can, it can direct you to where you need to go, and you can mm-hmm. find out more for yourself. Like you know, everything is not instantaneous. This is not the microwave. I mean, even though we live in a microwave society right now in a microwave age, but everything yes. ain't microwavable. It ain't exactly. instant. So miss me with that. Anyway, now um, I will say. There was a time. Oh, I can't remember when it was. Maybe it was a couple years ago. Maybe it was last year. I can't remember. I was dating this guy. Yeah, we were dating. Um, I had to clear that up. Because <laughs> I had to think about it. I'm like, what were you dating? Yes, we were. Um, like, we weren't, we, but we weren't in a relationship. We were just, you know, going on dates, getting to know each other. And he had asked me how I felt about it. And for me, I told him, I don't see myself doing it, but if somebody else is happy with, you know, being a poly relationship, then, you know, I'm happy for them. You know, whatever makes them happy. And for him, he felt like he wanted to do that. And my brain just went, sir. (laughs) 
I'm like, like I don't, don't feel like he's going into with the right intentions. That's how I felt for him. I did it. I just felt like he was doing it for the physical, not for the actual connecting. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I feel like he was wanting somebody to, you know, stroke your ego. You know what I mean? You just wanted to fulfill that, you know, that porn fantasy, that uh, teenage dream. You know what I'm saying? Basically, um, <laughs> trying to um, get as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. And, that's all. That's how I felt. That's how. That's how I felt. Faking your way through it. Great. <laughs> yeah, like I don't feel as if he wanted to actually take the time to actually get to know both women. I feel like he just wanted to do it just for the physical. But of course, Mademoiselle, that's all he was looking for. But okay. I mean, give me give 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 the listeners a little bit of example. I'm at. I don't want them to feel like we're biased, so you know, just kind of give an example. Oh no, not at all. Feel that way. You said give us an example. Yeah, give an example. Oh, I feel that way. Yes, you just said that. I'm sorry. Excuse me, my brain was lagging. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Excuse me. Excuse me, my brain does that sometimes. Okay. So, um, just like um, overall our conversations that we've had with each other, um. I didn't necessarily feel as if like it was from a genuine spot. Um, I, and I came to this conclusion because uh, we had kind of ended things right right after that trip actually, because he brought it up before the trip and then we ended things right after the trip. And um, he was just like I feel as if there's like um, a lot that I'm feeling that I'm not like basically he was emotionally unavailable because I can't remember word for word what he said right now and it's just like okay so you take the time you, you're going out with this girl you're you're spending money on her you're indulging in sex with her and then the turnaround because she doesn't want to you know try out probably relationships and be like or maybe it was just him i won't say that it was just him like internally his mental he was just like i don't want to do this anymore and for me i'm like if you can't even i feel like take the time to even No, what am I trying to say? Not take the time. I feel like if, if he just it wasn't I didn't I wasn't given genuine vibes. It was giving more of like physical vibes, if that makes any sense. I'll just say that. I follow. I follow. Yeah. Like I couldn't like cause I didn't wanna just like go in depth, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely did not get the vibe that he just Huh. I said we ain't gonna put the business out on front street. <laughs> You know, we're gonna do all that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was gonna do that, but I was trying to remember word for word what he had said. Oh, because that's what it was. Now I remember. Because he turned around after the fact that typically he ended things, but I was okay with that. So I said, we ended things. Um, he turned around, I can't remember when, 
But it was when he was leaving this city and he was just like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And I told him, no, because I'm not doing long distance relationship. Um, but also no, because I don't feel the same way that I did about him. And it's just like, now you wanna play mind games. Um, there are other things also throughout the whole like us dating that I'm just like I feel like this man's playing with me but you know what I mean like let me just like just live in the moment you know what I'm saying my therapist always recommends me to live in the moment not to you know overthink or like jump to the future so I was just like okay like let me just you know go through with this and everything and like towards the end Everybody knows this. You always notice the things that you miss or you over, um, like you cloud it, if that makes any sense. Like it was there. The flag was there. You just, you know, seeing over the fucking flag. Cause it's a small, it's a, it's a red flag. You just, you know, you just seeing over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause you ain't seeing through it. You just seeing over and over. I mean, technically you are seeing through it, but you know. So, I mean, there are people who, like you said, are in it for the wrong reasons. And yes. those particular people um, can eat snail shit, you know. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. I, th- there is a huge community of polyamorous people. I just don't see mm-hmm. a lot of polyamorous people of color, which is, you know, very mm-hmm. shocking to me. However, you know, it, eventually it'll start changing as people start, you know, awakening and, and, and reading more. They'll, they'll start to realize it, you know. You know, I'm really hoping so, whatnot. But, you know, I'm looking at my producers now and they're telling me I have to wrap it up for the evening. So, <laughs> I, um,. I gotta. I hate this part, but I gotta go ahead and say goodbye. But however, I do want to thank you so much, Ashley, for coming in. I'm so glad. Of course. Thank you so much for coming in and just you know adding a little bit of perspective on it. You know, especially from a black woman's uh, perspective on things and how you feel like. You know, and I appreciate it too because it was uh, not only was it a moment for us to just talk about it, but it was a moment for education and, and jewels to be dropped and gained as well you know what i mean so yes I and i appreciate you and I, and I also appreciate you my listeners for tuning in thank you guys so much for sticking through the next this next episode of the sex will chat podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in make sure you guys tune in this week next week and every week as we bring you more sophisticated sex chat for the sophisticated individual. I am your host, Jerron Howie. Thank you once again, and good night. This has been a Howie Media Group presentation. 